Hey bloggers, I'm very excited to jump back into this series of 25 things I do to grow my blogging business. And one of the best things that I ever did for my blog many, many years ago was to cut the trash. And we're going to talk about deleting poor content today. That's number 13 in the 25 things I do to grow my blogging business. My name is Leslie Peterson and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Today, I want to give you four tips on removing the dead weight from your site. And I know that if this is the first time that you've ever done that, or you've considered it in the past, but you haven't taken action, it's probably because you're a little bit nervous about making a move like removing content off of Google. Back when I did this, I was I was nervous as well. And uh, I went ahead and, you know, I read it as a best practice. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to try it. And the amazing news was that I didn't see any poor repercussions from doing this. In fact, my traffic increased. And that's what's going to happen to you if you do it the right way. When you make those decisions with these four things in mind, you're going to see only good things come from it. And the reason why is because if you're getting rid of content that isn't ranking anyway, or isn't getting traffic from some other means like Pinterest or social, um, then you shouldn't see any changes in your traffic based on that modification. There should be no change whatsoever. But what will happen is that Google will recognize that you've cleaned up your site a little bit. So your quality, your overall quality score goes up, your credibility, both with Google and with your reader really goes up. Your load time might get a little faster if you have a lot of content to call. But here's the most important reason I think you should consider it. And, you know, a year ago, um, this wasn't as big a consideration. But today, we know that a lot of people, I would venture to say more than three quarters of the people who depend on Google were hit by the helpful content update. And one of the things that we know about the helpful content update is that there are, it's a site-wide signal. So if Google sees a significant amount of poor quality content on your site, they're not just going to penalize those, those posts that likely deserve um, to be penalized, but they're going to put a, a flag on your entire site. So the posts that you have that are well-written, that are beautifully engaging, that bring significant value to your reader can also um, decline in the ranking or, or not rise to the occasion that maybe they should because of the site flag. So if that's not a reason to consider doing this, I don't know what is. What I want to do now is really jump into the four steps that I take when I go through the process of determining um, whether content should be called on my site or, or on a client's site. Now, this is a really high level set of steps. I think they're still valuable and valid, and I'm, I'm hoping that they'll serve you. But if it's a little bit confusing, then I just want to encourage you, if you are a student of mine and have taken the content update system, 
go back through the content update system course. We cover all the steps in detail about how to make decisions about purging your content. And if you're not part of that course, uh, then it will be launching again soon. And there's an entire module dedicated to making these important decisions. So let's jump into them. The first thing you want to do is critique your blog. You want to look at each and every post and assess whether that post is worthy of your name, worthy of ranking on Google. So you want to look at where it's ranking, what it's ranking for, how much traffic it's getting, and how much of that traffic is organic traffic. And I know some people out there, I have I have students in my classes that have 1,000, 1,400, 1,800 articles on their site. And they're like, Leslie, I cannot go through all 1,800 articles on my site and make that, that determination. To which I say, if you have 1,800 articles on your site, it is more important than ever to take the time to critique each and every one of those URLs. So critique, that's your first step. The second step is look at what criteria you want to use to determine whether an article needs to be purged or not. So there are some that are going to be really obvious. I mean, I when I was starting this process, again, it was, I don't know, eight years ago, maybe. I had a couple posts that had three sentences and a photo back in the day when it was more of a, a digest for the grandparents um, than it was a blog, a, a, a business. Those were easy decisions. But they're not always that easy. So when you look through your content, you're going to want to say, is this thin content? Um, is it outdated? Is it no longer relevant? Is it, as my 10-year-old as my would say, is it cringeworthy? And then make a decision based on that. Now, an easy way to make a decision, an almost immediate decision, is to look and see how much traffic it gets. So I like to look at both the traffic, the overall traffic, as well as the organic traffic. Because you might, if you look at the overall traffic, you might see that you're getting a significant number of, of views on a particular post um, where it's not ranking at all. So the organic traffic is low. And there's different things that you can do for that. We'll talk about that next. But you do want to look at the overall traffic as well as the organic traffic. So I know your next question is, well, Leslie, uh, how, what's the threshold? How do I know if it's getting low traffic? And for obviously zero, zero traffic for a, a year, that's a good indicator that it's it's not getting good traffic. Um, but, you know, everybody has to make their own decision based on what their expectations are, how old their blog is, um, what, you know, how long that they've been blogging. For some people, you know, anything less than 100 posts a year or 100 page views a year is going to be trash worthy. For other people, less than a thousand page views a year is going to be trash worthy. That's a decision you're going to have to make yourself. What you might do as a starter, a starting point, is go and look at posts that you know, you know you, re- you really shouldn't have them on your blog and look and see how much traffic they're getting and see if you can use that as a threshold. Now, maybe you can't. Maybe it's a horrible post but there's just nothing else out there to compete, you know, that competes with it. So it's getting a significant amount of traffic. Um, but, you know, you might then look at a second, third or fourth um, post and make a decision based on that average or, or a pattern that you're seeing. Another question I get about the criteria is what to do when you 
are trying to make a decision about culling a post, um, but you think it's a significant support post in an important topic cluster that you have. So let's say you have a pillar post um, that's doing okay, uh, maybe even ranking well, and you've got five support posts, and three of those are okay, and two of those you think are just like what I like to call craptastic. Um, what do you do? What I would say, it's not a it's not a hard and fast rule, but a, a generalization um, that I like to share is if it's not ranking, if that support post isn't ranking, it's probably not bringing you any value when it comes to authority on that topic. Just the very act of having a support post in a content pillar doesn't really bring a lot of value. It has to actually be ranking. Now, it might be ranking for a really low volume keyword, um, but it has to be, Google has to have recognized it and kind of propped it up in some fashion in order for it to be contributing to your authority. So if you've got five support posts, three of them are doing okay, two of them aren't ranking, they aren't ranking on anything, and they're craptastic, it's definitely time to uh, take action on those. So that's setting up your criteria. And then step three is um, to consider your options. So there's a couple things that, a couple um, options you have when it comes to managing that craptastic content. The first one, the one that I tend to do the most is to put the post in draft mode. I don't recommend deleting the post because you never know when you can use that content. A lot of times we have a post that it's pretty well written post, it just wasn't optimized for SEO and um, it's not ranking for you and you don't want to throw any extra energy into it, but it might be a great guest post somewhere, uh, maybe with the, another with a brand or with a friend or, or you know, um, maybe in a magazine or um, anything like that. So, and, and you never know when a paragraph or two in there might be valuable for a roundup post that you're doing a year from now. Um, so I, I always like to keep those in draft mode, but your first option obviously is to put it in draft mode. And when you do that, it's no longer indexed, it's no longer available to Google. And that's a signal to Google that you're cleaning up your uh, crappy content. Now, if you look at a post and you're proud of it. It's not cringeworthy, as Elliot would say, uh, but it's not ranking for anything. It's not getting any organic traffic, any traffic from a search engine, but it's still getting traffic. Maybe, again, from Pinterest, social media, something like that. Then what you can do is just unindex it. So that's going to say to Google, hey, I don't need you to look at this. Like, close your eyes when you look at this post. I have a post like that. In particular, it's um, this post about um, crafts that you can do with your kid like during the holidays and it's not ranking for anything but it was getting so much traffic from Pinterest because uh, we had great photos on it I don't take a great photo very often but just happen to have good photos on that and we were getting a lot of traffic so to this day it's still on my site but it is unindexed but still bringing in traffic still bringing in ad revenue for us now, the other thing that you might consider doing if you have a lot of thin content on the same topic is grabbing all of that content and combining it into one post. So if I were going to do that, I would look at, let's say I've got three thin pieces of content, maybe three hotel posts 
that I could use in a roundup instead of three individual posts? Well, what I would do is rather than combine those on a new URL, I would leverage one of the URLs that um, that existed there. So I would look at those three pieces of content and I would see which one of these URLs um, has more traffic coming to it. Maybe not a lot of traffic, obviously, but has more traffic coming to it. And if they all have nothing, then look at the one that's the oldest. And then what you'll do is combine those and maybe add some additional, you know, uh, additional copy to that, but combine it and let it live on that oldest or best performing URL. Because an old URL is gold. Anytime that you can leverage an old URL, then you want to do that. Now, will it be the perfect permalink? No, but likely it will be some permutation of the perfect permalink because it's the same, you're writing, you're, you're using the content from that post as part of that roundup. So that's another opportunity. Now, if you have something that's really outdated, it's not getting a lot of organic traffic, you know that Google's probably frowning on it, but you, you're like, I just, this, I, this is just old. I just need to update it. Um, I don't want to get rid of it. What do I do? I would say if you are not going to tackle it that day, then I would still unindex it. I, I've never said that in the past. I said, just put it on your plan and tackle it when you, you know, when you get to the, get there, but everything's different now with the helpful content update. So I would put it in, I would unindex it and, but still, and put it on your list of things to do, especially because you don't, you're probably not going to do it now because you're going through your content audit. Um, and you know, next week something else is going to come up and the week after that, you know, the kids are going to be sick and the week after that school's going to start. And then before you know it, it's Christmas. And then it's, you're setting a new year's resolution and you've got to work out every day and you still haven't gotten to that post. Put it on a list. I, I, live and die by Monday, I have a board that's literally called Leslie needs to fix these. <laughs> and I work through that list. But if everything on that list were indexed, woo, I'd be in trouble. So unindex it, make a note of it where you can that, uh, that you want to update it. And then when you have four, five, 10, 20, if you're like me, 20, about 25 that need to be updated, then you can look at what the search potential is for that term and make uh, and prioritize in that order. And what you'll find sometimes is that when once you do the keyword research and you look at what the search potential is, it's far better for you to not update it, but to keep working on the the, con the current content plan that you have. So it's easier to make those decisions when you know it's not hanging over your head. It won't be hanging over your head if you unindex it. Okay, so that's considerations. And then step number four is a cleanup plan. So once through will never be enough. Every year I make, I go through and do that critique process again. It's a lot easier when I've been keeping track of everything throughout the year, but I can easily see, okay, this post fell considerably. What do I do? Do I update it? Do I keep updating it? I've been updating it for 14 years now. Do I need to, to rewrite the whole thing? Do I need to scrap the whole thing? Because a lot of times what will happen is something's just not getting the search traffic that it used to. So I was worthy of writing it when I wrote it. Um, but now, not so much. So it might, 
I might be unindexing it until I can get around to making that decision. Um, but I will continuously look at my content through those eyes. How craptastic is this? How much organic traffic is it getting? Do I need to draft it, combine it, unindex it, update it in a uh, not just a not just a typical annual update, but a complete rewrite? Um, how do I need to handle that? So always, always looking at your content. Again, I would recommend once a year, uh, maybe once every 18 months with those eyes. Never ever before has it been more important. So don't let this overwhelm you, especially I know some of you out there with a lot of content, you're, you're, you're sweating bullets right now. Don't let it overwhelm you, but don't overlook it either. It used to be a best practice, but now it's a necessity. It is a lot of work, but when you do it, if you do it right, if you make sure you're only removing things that aren't getting much traffic anyway, and if it's getting traffic from someplace other than Google, you're unindexing it, so you're not disrupting that traffic flow. If you do it right, you're not gonna see a decrease in your page views. But what will happen is Google will begin to see you've got higher quality, you've got more credibility, your, pay, your site's loading faster, your unhelpful content's gone, and the only thing that can come out of that is reward. So now it's Friday as I'm recording this. Maybe you can't do that audit now. Maybe you can't do it. You want to do it. You want to put it on your list of things to do. Uh, but you can't do it now. Here's what I would encourage you to do now. To do today if you can. There are five or ten pieces of content on your site right now. Unless you just started blogging. That you know are not great. That you know that if you had to publish them in a magazine, you would not want your name on it. You know that if you had to demonstrate to a brand the quality of content they could expect from you, this is not the post that you would grab. We all have, um, we all have some of those. So probably five or 10 of those are coming to your mind immediately. Can you handle those worst offenders today? Just five maybe 10 if you've got the time, but at least five, because every little bit is going to help. So look at those five, critique them, determine what your criteria is going to be for handling those. Consider your options, drafting, um, combining, unindexing, and then put a plan in place. Put a plan in place to look at this on a regular basis. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.